Injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or on the job, you need a law firm that's big enough to challenge the largest insurance companies and corporations. Morgan & Morgan has nearly 500 attorneys throughout the country, and they've recovered billions of dollars for clients like you. Get America's largest personal injury law firm to fight for you with no upfront costs, and it's free unless they win. Visit ForThePeople.com. And this portion of the KC Crew podcast is brought to you by Philo. Get over 50 of your favorite channels like Revolt, BET, VH1, MTV, and more with Philo. Philo brings you live and on-demand TV plus unlimited recording for $20 a month with no contract needed. Philo is available on Roku, iOS, Fire TV, Android TV, and Apple TV. To start your free trial, Visit philo.tv slash KC Crew. That's P H I L O dot TV KC Crew. What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the KC Crew. Welcome. That's right. We missed you guys. We did. Yeah, we were out on a cruise, <laughs> on a boat. We were on the baby's birthday vacation. That's right. Uh, our baby's birthday is June 3rd and June 5th. Yes, respectively, London and Jackson. They're a year and two days apart. And I'm not going to lie. You know, we do the party thing so much. We done did everything party that you could possibly imagine <laughs> you know whether it was carnival or it was uh how many vacations i mean how many parties did we do just with the babies or with all the kids with everybody uh, too many too many so too many. what we like to do now is instead of uh having a birthday huge birthday party here we have something small here and we do something big that we feel the kids will love mm-hmm. and this year we went on a cruise a disney cruise Yes, the only thing that they said that they wanted for their birthday was a trip. Correct. That's how they put it. We want to go on a trip. And um, I said, are you sure you don't want to have a party? And London was like, no, I'd prefer to go on a trip. I said, you don't want a party where everybody comes and brings you presents and celebrates you? She said, no, I just want to go on a trip with my family. Right. I said, as you wish, baby girl. Yeah, so we went on uh, a Disney cruise. Mm-hmm. Um Guy and I have been on cruises before. Um, cruise was our were, were our thing at one point when we first got married. Well, you know, even before we got married, a lot of people have been asking me about cruises since we went on this cruise. So I got a lot of comments and DMs about people saying, "Well, how do you like cruises?" I'll start by saying we have probably been on maybe ten or twelve cruises. Correct. We used to cruise all the time when we were younger, and the reason why is it's it, you set a budget. And you're able to stick to that budget. Correct. When you go on a cruise, your finances are very predictable regarding what you're going to spend. You know that you buy your cruise tickets. Mm -hmm. You know that you buy the airfare to get to whatever port that you're leaving from. Right. Everything on the cruise is included. Correct. So your food, your entertainment is all included. The only thing that you have to worry about outside of that is your excursions. Or alcohol if you're a drinker. Or alcohol if you're a drinker. But they do have sodas and juice, apple juice, oranges, All of that, like that is included. Is included, correct. So when we were younger, we really liked to travel that way because you all know, like if you have a destination vacation, let's say you're going to Aruba. Uh-huh. You fly there, that's, that's a cost. You pay for your hotels, that's a cost. And then everything else, all the miscellaneous stuff, all of those things that are unpredictable, they always seem to add up and blow your budget. Right. Cabbing around the islands, the entertainment, your food, your alcohol, all of these things. It's it's hard to know how much you're going to spend. And I found that when we traveled that way when we were younger, 
We always spent more than we anticipated spending. We were balling on the budget. We ain't have it. When so. we were, yeah, I'm talking about we like 19, 20, early right. 20s. Um, that's how we used to travel. So Correct. we really liked it. So if you're on a strict budget, I recommend cruising. Disney Cruise, on the other hand, a horse of a different color. Mm-hmm. Because I would say that that's one of the more pricey cruises. A, uh-huh. lo- a lot of people, um, they hear Disney Cruise and they get alarmed. And I would say, yeah, there's a there's a reason to get alarmed with the Disney Cruise. Um, uh-huh. But people always also asked if it was worth it, right? And I think that it was worth every penny. It was amazing. The babies had a great time. My teens had a great time. Rashawn, myself, and Irma, we had a great time. And to be honest, I was a little concerned when I booked it because I thought I was booking like a cheese fest. Like, oh my gosh, what you mean? this is going to be. Like the cheesiest right. thing Right. Let's ever. switch mics for a quick second because I hear a little air on your mic. So is it okay if there's air in your mic? I can fix it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that it was going to be cheesy. I thought that, you know, you get on the boat and it's going to be character this and character that and everything based around a five to eight year old mentality. So I thought that we were going to go and it was going to be like pure separation mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> the babies were going to have a great time and right. we were just along for the ride. And it was the exact opposite. No, the cruise was absolutely positively uh, amazing. You know, I use that word all the time. I mean, between the food, which was great, the I, I want to say Broadway shows was amazing, and just the safety of the cruise, we really enjoyed it. So, um, you said not, the safety, the safety. What do you mean the safety? Um, they have a kids club, mm-hmm. and in the kids club, you can drop your kids for a couple of hours, and it's kind of like a daycare center slash. I would not use. Oh, sometimes you're so terrible at describing. No, what I say. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's... I say a daycare slash babysitter. No, no. You drop no. your kids off, and like a daycare center, they play all day. They have excursions. They have uh, games. They have... stop it. You're. They don't have excursions. You stop. You stop. Well, you that ask is, me. This is so. That's so wrong. Okay. A lot of people. What I've learned is that they love going on a Disney cruise because they have something called a kids club. Correct. I think on Disney it's called the Oceanaires Club. A lot of cruise ships do have um, kids clubs, but they have something called the Oceanaires Club. And yes, you're right. Parents love it because they can drop their kids off in a safe environment Correct. where they do activities and Disney related things. They have a, a section called a lab where they do like scientific type things, but it's all fun and relatively Disney related. Right. Um, but it's not a daycare. It's not like you drop the kids off and then you go about your business and they're being babysat. Right. It is designed to enhance the kids experience on the boat. And the benefit is that the parents can go and do things that they have reserved exclusively for for adults on mm-hmm. the cruise. Right. So that's great. Now when you say excursions, they don't they didn't have excursions. Disney has their own private island called Castaway Cay. Right. And they bring the kids club onto the island. So when you disembark and you're on the island, you can bring your kids to the kids club and they do Fun things that are, you know, they do treasure hunts Mm -hmm. or scavenger hunts. They have water sprinkler. They have all types of things for the kids to do. And then you can go off and do adult things like jet ski and parasail, which is what we did. So we only dropped them off for, say, maybe 
an hour and a half to two hours uh-huh. because I wanted, you know, that's just me. I didn't, we didn't really utilize the kids club as much as we could have right. because I wanted to experience my kids happiness right, on right, the right. boat. I wanted to see them have fun. I wanted to see the joy and, you know, the magic in their faces. So we dropped them off one day on the boat for about an hour while we got ready because uh-huh. I just didn't want them sitting around waiting for us to get ready. So all the grown ups and the teens, we all got ready. Then we went back and got them and got them ready. And then we dropped them off when we went to Castaway Cay for that little bit of time. And it's pretty dope because the boat has its own. Uh, let me see if I just turn it for me. I just want to see something. Okay. Yeah, the boat has its own. Um, I want to say like its own app where you can actually, the kids can text you when they're tired of you know, being in the kids club. Mm-hmm. So for one, in, for one instance, we were uh, out at the beach and, you know, we were with the older kids. We were jet skiing with Madison and Logan. We put the kids in the kids club and Jackson texted. He was done. So, you know, he was we, like, I'm ready to get picked up. And I was pissed <laughs> off because it's like, uh, uh, I would say like a seven to 10 minute walk in a hundred degree weather. It felt like it was more than 10 minutes, but yeah, maybe the weather made it seem longer. It's definitely like a 10 minute walk. Right. And my balls were hurting because awesome. TMI, you know, the, the stuff. You were, you were walking like you just got off a horse. Right. Because. <laughs> like you had a saddle between. <laughs> for some reason, the, um, you know, the swim trunks, the things, the nets in the swim trunks. That catch the bizzles. Yes. When you yes. swim, the swim trunks. Yeah. yeah. Those irritate me. Mm-hmm. And I wore them. And after about maybe an hour, it just irritates my leg and my testicles, my balls. Come on, Rashad. I'm just telling them. So I was walking mad funny. You? Somebody on a trip might be like, damn, why was Envy walking funny? He might have a, 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 a urinary infection or what is it? That I don't know that. Yeast infection? Well, well, whatever. Oh, oh, wow. Whatever. Great, but, yeah. But mm-hmm. I didn't. It was those that Men net. actually have jock itch. Oh, jock itch, whatever it was. Right. So anyway, the... Um, that net really bothers me. So I was walking mad funny. But anyway, I don't even know why we I got We spent a lot of time on that net. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but it really did bother me. It you. did bother me. Yes. So we had to walk. The reason I'm saying this is because we had to walk 10 minutes with my stuff bothering me. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, he was like, I don't want to leave. We're um, doing a treasure hunt. We're about to do the treasure hunt. And we didn't find a treasure. I said, look. Please let us stay. Said, Please let us stay. I, said, look, I, was like, you, I was like, you guys don't want to go to the beach and collect shells? <laughs> and he was like, that like, was like no. A little boy. We just walked 10 minutes all the way over here in 100 degree weather. We all going back. But that also meant that if we left them, that we'd have to go back and get them afterwards. Right, right. So, yeah. We pulled them out of there and, and they had fun at the beach. We all chilled at the beach and we had a great time. So, but they were able to text and say, Dad, I'm ready to pick me up. It was just amazing. And I don't want to bore you with the whole Disney cruise and how it was because this is not a paid sponsorship. This is not an ad. We really just had a good time. Um, so, let's talk some other shit. Okay. All right. But but let me just say, Mm -hmm. yes, we enjoyed it. People asked if I would recommend it. I would highly recommend it. Yes. While we were on the boat, Rashawn, like the second day, he asked me, when are we booking the next one? Right. I had a good time. And you know what it is? You know me. I'm the type of person that I like to know what's going on. I like to know that my kids are having fun. And there, it's nonstop fun for all ages. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the, well, it was they were five and four when we took the trip. They're six and five now. The six and five year old had a great time. There's so many kids the Brookie same age. Brookie had a great time. Brookie had a great time. Logan and Madison had a great time. Mm-hmm. Really quick, they also have teen clubs. Correct. So I thought to myself, like, kids aren't going to want to go to a teen club right. on the boat. Logan was like, I'm out. Logan went. He didn't get back till two o'clock in the morning right. every single night because he was having so much fun and making friends. At the teen club. Madison didn't want to go. She stayed in the room and slept. But Logan was getting back at like 2 a.m. Chilling. And I was up waiting for him because I was so worried that someone's going to drag him overboard and toss right. him. You know, I just, you know, I am a mom. So I, I was a little paranoid. So I was up at 
until two o'clock every night, knowing that we had to get up at six to start getting ready for, you know, the next day. So yeah, they he, had a great time. He was I playing dodgeball, foosball. It was, it was good. I thought it was fabulous. And they have an adult section too, where adult only pool, adult only area where they have a bar, they have a jacuzzi, mm-hmm. they have like a little lounge. So it's a little bit for everybody. The shows so. were great. The shows we were went not to no a, cheap. We went to the shows every night. They were they were wonderful. Phenomenal, they right. oh my god, they had Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really a showgoer. Like I'm not a Broadway show type girl. Like I've gone, I've enjoyed them, but I'm not gonna make it my business to get tickets for said show. Right. But we went for the kids and I wound up having a great time. Beauty and the Beast was phenomenal. And we're giving you this information because so many of you have kids and it may be a consideration or is a consideration now or at some time in the future. So now you have a little bit of um, what we experienced to go off of. That's right. And sidebar, before we continue, for Mother's Day, Gia and I bought my mom tickets to see The Temptations. And she's seen it uh, a couple of days ago because the show was, no? yeah, well, we don't know what yesterday is when people listen, but oh, okay. she's seen it a couple of days ago. And boy, did she have a phenomenal time. She said it was the best gift we've ever given her. We've ever given her. We've I'm like, well, her. I need to go see that show because we've given you some good right. gifts. Yeah. <laughs> so if if your family or your mom is into music, she doesn't have to be black. She doesn't have to be minority, whatever. My mom said the crowd was so mixed. Everybody knew every word. Mm-hmm. She said it was a great, great time. She said, she said we were dancing. So that is a great gift. The Temptations are on Broadway. My, we got it well, from my the mom. Temptations aren't on Broadway. Well, it, it is the Temptations Broadway show. Well, they all did except one. So clearly they're not on Broadway. <laughs> so clearly they're not on Broadway. They're all dead but one. But my mom really enjoyed it. So I just wanted to put that out there. People always are like, well, I don't know what to get my mom. This, that, and the other. That play was amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, before we start the podcast, I guess we started the podcast. Let's give you an update on Logan. Oh, okay, yes. The last uh, podcast we did, Logan was on punishment. Um, we ended. It was up called the, Logan Goes on Trial. Yeah, Logan went on trial. <laughs> you turned it into Logan is on punishment. No, he was. <laughs> um, so we left off with Logan uh, only allowing, only allowed to play video games on weekends. Well, it's not even video games; it's Fortnite. Fortnite on weekends, and we we see how he how he was acting to see if we'd give him a little more. You put him on probation. I give him a little more time. And I, I think he's changed a lot. He's an angel. Yeah, I think he's changed he, a lot. I, like, what we did literally worked like a charm. Yeah, very respectful. It worked like a charm. Over an extra. Put like this. We have a, a, a little dog, right? A little, 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 tiny, tiny dog, right? A little talk. A micro Pomeranian. Micro Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And I guess... I don't know who had the micro Pomeranian, but the... but Her the, name is Lola. You know she has a name. I don't know what the dog's name is anymore. I don't know if it, if it was Winter, if it was Lola, if it was Choo Choo. Who knows what you mean this dog. <laughs> but anyway, somebody must have had the dog out and the dog made a little mess, made a little poop. Um, I seen the poop and I honestly was like, you know what? Let me see if I'm going to call Logan and, and tell him the poop is here to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I said, Logan, you know, the dog made a little mess downstairs. I need you to get it. Mm-hmm. Logan went, called me and was like, Dad, I don't see the mess. Uh, where's the mess? The dog him, is so tiny. Like the poop is damn The poop is like the size of a penny. It's not that big, but I right. just happened to see it. Uh, and he went down there, cleaned it up, no problems, came upstairs, played with the dog. He is doing the right thing for right now. So for right now, he is- Why up. you got to be so negative? I said right now. He's doing the right thing he, right for now. right now. So right that, now- You know that's negative. It's not. I you could have just right left now. it as he's doing the right thing. He is doing the right thing. Right now. If that changes, then you speak on it then. 
Like that's that's you're coming from a negative place. He's doing the right thing. That's not nice. He's doing the right thing. Yes, that's much better. And um, yeah. So right now he's allowed to play Fortnite. He asks every day. Hey, Does dad, he ask every single day? Hey, hey dad. Um, <laughs> do you mind if I play Fortnite? And I'd be uh-huh. like, Did you clean your room? He'd be like, Yeah. I'd be like, Did you see if 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 Maddie or mommy needs anything? He'd be like, well, mommy's watching her show or... What, what, see, now that's wrong. What is what? What is that? What? Did you see if Maddie or mommy needs anything? So now you're trying to turn him into a servant? What do you mean, did you see if Maddie yes. or mommy needs anything? Yes, because you might need something. And I'm not here, so yeah, do it. But he needs to check to see if Madison needs something? I, I so he's it. supposed to go and knock on her door and be like, Madison, is there anything that you would like at this moment? Nah, but hey, Madison, And she'd be like, Every- bring me some crumpets and macaroons? Nah, nah, nah but now go check on your sister. Hey, Maddie, what's up? Everything good? Yeah, everything good? You all right? All right, dead. That's all I want. Just check on your sister. You listen. Your your description sounds crazy. I don't care. Well, did he, you he, check on mommy and Maddie? He has to, and he did. So he says he does, and and from there, he's allowed to uh, play his video games every day. He's so he has to ask. darling and so obedient right now. I cannot believe how effective our technique has been. Like it's it's shocking. Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 a doll. Like he really is. I, it, I'm I'm blown away. He had his first counsel with the police. Did he tell you? <laughs> he got pulled over twice. He got pulled over twice. <laughs> which I On thought his, was, what kind of bike is that? I don't even, what is that? Thank God it wasn't the uh, the gasoline motorcycle and it was the electric motorcycle. We have a gasoline motorcycle? Yes, we have a gasoline motorcycle, a regular motorcycle that he drives. We got it for him for Christmas. You don't remember the green bike? So wait, which one, um, which one did he get pulled over on? Uh, the electric one. What color is that? Red. When did we get that for? That was Christmas like five years ago. That's the one that he was... Do you understand why I completely disregarded that bike and thought that he was riding the gasoline powered? No, bike? he was riding the electric bike. And if you know... Can he fit that bike in yeah, 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 I mean, I ride the bike to the to the, to pick up the mail. Oh, yeah, okay. you can ride that mic. So he, he, he rides he the bike. He can ride that mic? You know what I word, mean. Word, word, Shut up. Just like that? He could ride, ride the bike. So he was riding oh, his okay. bike to his friend's house. Just need a clarification. And the, the cops pulled up on him. Uh-huh. So he said he didn't know what to do. So the cop was like, hey, what are you doing? He was like, I'm riding the bike to my friend's house. So cop where do you like, live? The cop said, where do you live? Uh-huh. And he was like, I live wherever. And he was like, all right, well, you can't ride the bike. Next time I catch you riding the bike, I'm going to impound it. So Logan jetted home, got home, and he told me. I started laughing. He started laughing. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, ain't never no cops around here. <laughs> I said, you can ride. Who cares? I said, that's the first time I ever seen a cop. I said, you you know how much we've been riding the go-karts on the street and quads? I said, don't worry about it. He's like, all right, dad. I'm a fucked up dad. Next day, he, go, he goes back out to his friend's house. Gets pulled over again. No, he sees the cop this time. No, I know. He turns around and takes off, right? Right, right. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Logan, it's kind of, you know, you can't really take off. You're like, you're the only black kid in the area. Like, it's not that hard to find you. Mm-hmm. So he takes off and he's jetting back home. So the cop pulls up behind him. Pulls up behind him. Whoop. Mm-hmm. No, first he said he calls you and says, Mom, open the gate now. Yeah, open yeah. The gate now. So he was trying to time it. Right. <laughs> so he's like, Mom, the cops are following me. Open up the gate. <laughs> so this way, as he's going, he doesn't have to stop. He could just go right onto the property. Right. I guess you didn't open the gate? I did. Well, first I'm like, Well, what's going on? <laughs> You're asking a million one questions. Open the damn gate, just like a woman. <laughs> but then what's he going remembered, on? but then he remembered he left it kind of pride so he can get in so mm-hmm. that he wouldn't, just in case I didn't answer the phone when Smart he got kid. home. Yeah. So the cop, because uh, p- punching in the code is above him, apparently. Well, he, he, the cops was following him. He no, had no, to no, run. no, no, no. But he he pried the gate before he knew that anything was going to happen. Just in case he had the like, jet. I don't know why he just doesn't memorize the code. It's right. very strange. Anyway. So his ass came up the gate. And as soon as he got to the gate, whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Cop, uh, let me talk to you for a second. So Logan's like, oh, man. 
I'm on the phone with him. He's like, what's up? <laughs> That's what Logan said? Yeah. I'm on the phone with him. He's like, what's up? So the guy was like, um, you know, you're not supposed to be riding this uh, around here. No, he said, is it gas or electric? Gas or electric. He said, you're not supposed to be riding it. They thought it was gas. So Logan was like, it's electric. So the cop was like, oh, yeah, you can ride this. Just put on a helmet. You're all good. You can ride it. Yeah, he said the cop was really nice. He said, yeah, he said, you can ride it. Just put mm-hmm. on a helmet. He was like, yeah, because if it was gasoline, I would have to impound it. So Logan was like, they would really take my bike. I was like, yeah. I was like, if they wanted to, they could. So now he has to rock a helmet. Well, he should be rocking a helmet anyway, I guess. Right, but, right, right. But that was, I just thought that was funny. His first in the, in, encounter with a police officer. Mm-hmm. Real funny. So but, now you said that you went to talk about some real ish. What do you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, something that, that bothered me. And I want people to weigh in on it. And I want you to weigh in on it as well. Okay. As men, sometimes we do, we think we're doing the right thing. But we're actually doing the wrong thing. And when it really, really affects and bothers us, that's when it's a problem or situation. I know a lot of you are like, what the fuck is he talking about? He's looking something up on okay. his phone as he's speaking. So now, the other day, I was in um, San Antonio for the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club where syndicated in all these different markets, over 90 markets. And we were in San Antonio broadcasting live. And I always have a problem with going to certain uh, places, certain areas when we have to broadcast because I feel like me broadcasting in these areas and taking these trips, I miss family time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, it really bothers me. And I don't have to go, but sometimes going and makes you a team player. Why are you getting naked? Preparing for after? <laughs> All right. So anyway, <laughs> serious. Like all on my side of the bed. So this is what really, really bothered me. So I was out in San Antonio and London had a daddy oh. and daughter Father's Day brunch or picnic. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't make it because I was in San Antonio. Right. So I called my dad and I asked, hey, dad, can you um go out to, you know, do the brunch because I'm not there. And it, like, if, if you don't know, my dad is a police officer. He asks me any one question. Sometimes I think the questions he asks are assholeish questions, but that's just him. Uh, I think he called Gia was like, well, what happened if, if one of the kids don't have a, don't have the father and their father's dead? I know Gia was like, um, I don't know. I've never talked to a kid that doesn't have a father. But London does have a dad and he has a granddad and we need you there. But anyway, so London wrote this message to me and it really hurt me. So during the brunch, I guess, you know, all the kids give their dad a letter that they wrote or a picture that they prepare or food that they made. And I wasn't there and that really upset me. So the letter was, Daddy, you are my knight in shining honor and armor. Armor, armor. Let me read that again. You start over, please. Thank you. Daddy, (laughs) you are my knight in shining armor because you took me to Disney. I had so much fun. I also love laying down with daddy in his bed because we cuddle all the time. Mm -hmm. I love my daddy. Happy Father's Day, London. Mm -hmm. So now I'm out in San Antonio Mm -hmm. doing breakfast club shit. Right. And I get that letter. Your dad sent it to you? Uh, yeah, my dad sent it to me. Okay. He screenshot it and just sent it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it pisses me off because I'm like, you know, I never want to be the dad. And I'm not saying I am the dad, but this really pissed me off because I was like, I work so much. Mm-hmm. I work so hard. Now people say, well, you work so hard, you have a lot, but I don't have everything that I want. And people say, well, what do you want? You have cars, you have houses, you have everything that you seem like you need. No, but I don't have, what's the word I'm looking for? 
I'm going to say it, but I don't think this is the word I'm looking for. I don't have legacy. I don't know if that's the word. And when I say legacy, I admire a lot of people like the Rockefellers. Uh, not him as a person, but him and what his family has done. The Trumps. Um, I admire uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, what they've created. I admire a lot of that. And the reason I admire a lot of that is because they set up something for their kids' future. You know, not just, all right, I die, they get the life insurance policy, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I really respect the fact that, like, you look at Trump, and I, and I, I dislike Trump as a president. I was about to ask a little bit of clarification on that. I dislike Trump as a president, but I do love the fact what his family created. And that is Trump Towers, Trump Casinos, Trump Housing. All that stuff is money that he was just born into, right? You understand what I'm saying? You said it was money that he it was money. born it's into? It is money that he was born into. Yeah, his, his father was Trump <laughs> and bought all these buildings and he was came right under that. And when I, the reason I say that is I want to create something for my kids that can last the test of time. Not only for my kids, for my grandkids, for my great-grandkids, something that I can establish that's like, wow, that is the Casey's. Whether it's buildings or houses or something that I can give them and they can continue what I've worked so hard on Mm -hmm. and they can run with it. You know, you and I, we worked hard for everything. And I'm not saying working hard is bad, but we would have loved some help. We'd have loved a, a layup. We'd have loved a million dollar loan. We'd have loved a start, but we had to figure it all out on our own. And there's something to be said for that. There is. Right. Um, but we were lucky. And the reason I say we were lucky, because there's a lot of people out there that necessarily didn't have the same luck as we did or have the same past as we did. Do you really believe in the word luck? I do a little bit. I do a little bit. Explain. Um, I believe a lot of people work hard. I believe a lot of people are in situations where they work hard and they grind, but sometimes it's not in their cards. Sometimes that's not God's plan for them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not. And I understand that. And, you know, I put it to you like this. Growing up in Queens, there was 100 DJs. Mm -hmm. Out of the 100 DJs from where I am, I would say maybe two or three are super successful. I'm just trying to count in my head. I would say me, Clue, and probably Who Kid, as mm-hmm. far as DJs are concerned. Okay. But there was a million of them, and um, a lot of them don't even DJ anymore because they just didn't get to that point. Right. But they still grinded. They still did mixtapes. They still did parties. They tried to do radio. They tried to do everything. But for some reason, it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I understand it, and I get that. Yeah, but I don't think that that's about luck. I don't know if I really believe in the word luck. I believe in situations and circumstances Uh and um, your life lining up like dominoes. One situation affects the next, which affects the next and so on. But luck, I don't, I don't think that I necessarily believe in the word luck. And I always say, I do believe that God blesses you. Correct. I believe um, that there's something to be said about, you know, the universe and energy that we put out and um, what comes back to us. Um, And I think that it all kind of does a dance 
to create our outcomes right. and where we are. So I think to just use the word luck is a little cheap. I don't I don't necessarily think so. And the reason I say that is is because of this, right? You look at how our cards played out, right? Mm-hmm. Kid from Queens, parents were taught, middle class. I didn't have a, a, a loan or nothing like that. I was just going to school one day and I seen DJ Clue, right? And Gia says, you always tell that story. You do, I do always tell. Because you will never accept an award or give an acceptance speech without telling that story, which I think is beautiful. I think it's beautiful that you always pay homage and give respect where respect is due. Yeah, shout the Big Head Clue. Now, if it wasn't for Clue, I don't know where I would be today. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because, and that's why I put so much positive energy out there. And that's why if you look at my Instagram, I talk about real estate. Because I talk about our forward. relationship. I, I show the cars. I show the jewelry. I show the family. I show that stuff because I want people to see that is it is obtainable with doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. That's why I push that stuff so much. And I don't care who hates or, oh, you're showing off or, oh, you did. I don't give a fuck. I do it because I want people to see it. Because what I've seen growing up, was a lot of times the drug dealers driving up the car, up the block, mm-hmm. down Springfield, blasting their music. And that's what I've seen. And as a kid growing up, that could have heavy influence on me. Yes. And it actually did. Yes. But luckily, as I would say, the luck, I went up to Clue and I asked Clue what he did. Now, if Clue would have said, I sell drugs, I might have said, you know what? Well, I'm going to start because I want some of those nice things. I want to be driving a BMW at 18, mm-hmm. 21. I want to be dry, wearing dope kicks and having a dope on Movado watch at the time. Movado watch Mavado was at the popping. time, yeah. You know what I mean? So was it luck that the person that I picked was Clue and that he was into music and not into anything illegal? Because everybody else was. Well, Clue lived directly across the street from Rashawn. Right. But Clue's a few years older mm-hmm. and it's not like they went to school together no. or anything. And one day he saw Clue pull up on the block. I think it was with a BMW. Correct. And went across the street to ask him what he did. Right. And Clue told him that he's a DJ. Right. He said, come to my basement and I'm going to show you what I do. Right. And he showed him all his equipment and all the crates with the records and everything. And you were inspired. But I do believe that if he told you he did something else, that you would have been inspired by that as well. Because Yeah, it's possible. Because, you know, as human beings, we see glitz and glamour and We're attracted to it a lifestyle and we can be attracted to it and some people follow the good examples and some people follow the bad examples correct so it's a good thing that um it was a good influence absolutely that he had go ahead so um with that being said that was luck to me because mm-hmm. it could have been anybody. It could have been, he could have been doing anything. I didn't know Clue was a DJ at the time. I had no clue. Right. Because at the time, um, DJ Clue in Queens was popping, but he was also a mystery. Right. Because on his mixtapes, there was no picture of him. No, it was just it a question It was a question mark. mark. Correct. That was his logo. So that was kind of, aside from his talent, it was also part of his appeal. Like what made him so dope? Like who is Clue? Correct. And I remember before I met you, I heard about Clue and I had some Clue mixtapes and Mm -hmm. I heard people talk about Clue like he was like this urban legend almost. Do you know what I mean? So it was great marketing. Great marketing. (laughs) It was kind of brilliant. The biggest mixtape DJ of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So that's why I say- So when you approached him, you didn't know that he was Clue. I didn't know what he did. Right. And um, I would say that that inspiration and that luck, because like I said, it could have been anybody- got me into DJing and, and made me fall in love to music even more. So the reason I say that was luck was... It was lucky, but it was a circumstance. Okay, you could say that. 
But now let me say this. Mm-hmm. I started doing mixtapes, right? Mm-hmm. I transformed mixtapes into DJing on the radio to do a mix show. Well, that it wasn't. That wasn't. Yeah, the it direct was. line. Like you, that's not the only thing. You were doing mixtapes. You started doing parties, right? Um, and then, and you did that for years. But a lot of people didn't do that. Out of all the DJs that was with me, maybe three said, I'm going to do radio. And the reason why people didn't want to do radio is because we made way more money in the streets. Right. And doing radio made no money. Mm-hmm. But I did it because I was like, I just have a feeling that this is going to be the next wave. Mm-hmm. And I went towards radio and I, and I slowed down doing mixtapes. And then what happened? Mixtapes stopped. Mixtapes stopped. Stopped. It like it was like a screeching halt. It stopped. So all the mixtape but DJs. mixtape stopped because online started growing and people started getting their music digitally instead of CD. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So it was like mixtape, mixed actual cassette tapes. Then it went to CDs and then people started getting their music on the internet. Right. So when people started getting their music on the internet, the sales of CDs stopped. And then Correct. the money Damn near stopped. Correct. Mm-hmm. So when it came to that, but just push your thing in, baby, because your mic went out a couple times. There you okay. go. Okay. Um, so when it came to that, I was lucky. I went to radio. So when mixtape stopped, I had radio. Then I learned how to broadcast. Then from broadcasting, I did uh, morning shows. So to me, that was all guided by God because I had no clue. I yes, had no I clue. I believe in things and being th- guided by God. So with that being said, not to God say- and luck aren't like you can't confuse blessings with luck. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, I, I do feel it was a, a lot. Blessings. I think it's just a choice of words. And I maybe. think it was a little bit of luck. But anyway, the reason I say that I work so hard is because I want to set up something for our family. But but the way that you started this was saying that you don't have everything that you want. And right. And you said that you don't have legacy. I don't like I don't understand what we're I'm a little confused because that is what we are doing now. We are creating that legacy. Right. We are doing that. Right. You're saying that you don't have it already, but you're at a point now, as we have been for a few years, where we are creating that. Your your mic is going crazy, baby. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know if it's your mic or what. Every time you talk on the mic is is crazy. I'm sorry, people out there. So maybe it's I know. I don't know what you're doing. Nah, my mic is good. But we switched. You want to switch again? No, no. I'm talking directly into the mic, boo. Yeah, no, yeah, but maybe maybe you're too close. Is that better? Or maybe it's the way you're holding it. I'm not doing anything that I haven't done for the previous 100 plus episodes. I don't know. It's just weird. Anyway. um, Yeah, you were saying. But yeah, I mean, we're working as we have been for the past few years on creating that legacy. So it's not something that you can create abruptly. Creating a legacy hey, let's is. let's change the mic again. Okay, here. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, I, it's the language, weirdest part. Language. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people out there. This is. Just give it to me. I'm giving it to you now. Okay. Is that any better? Yeah, way better. <laughs> okay. Um, it's something that has to be created. It's not something that can be built right. overnight. So you can't be disappointed that it is not all the way set up. We want to build something great for all five of our children. So that means putting in a whole lot of work. Right. So it's not going to be created and completed by tomorrow, I didn't. I didn't think it is, and I don't. I don't want it to be. But that's why I don't understand. When I say legacy, I want to create something that my kids and my family is not only good, they have a job, they're secure, and then not only that, I can make sure that some of the people in my community are well, I'm secure. Not setting them up to have a job. Well, 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 I, well, I am. And a let me job? explain. Let me explain. So now, when it comes to real estate, you know, 
I'm in a real estate heavy. I love real estate. We do so much in real estate, right? Right. I want to buy as many buildings and as many houses that now they have something that comes in regardless. So creating generational wealth. Like a lot of the houses we bought and buildings that we bought, between the first and the fifth, we get money regardless, right? Mm -hmm. And I love that. So now if Madison decides, you know what, dad, I want to take over the family business, then Madison jumps into that. Then let's say Logan says, you know what, Maddie, I want to jump into business with you. Now they're both part of the, the, the Casey crew, whatever we call it, the Casey business. And they're both making money and they're both working to make what we have stronger and powerful. Maybe Madison will say, you know what? I'll be the attorney and Logan, you go out and buy all the properties. Mm -hmm. And then let's say London comes up and says, Hey, I want to do this. And they could be like, you know what, London, you control all the construction, make sure all the construction is done. But I love that. That's not to be confused with a job. I don't think that, um, how do I put this? Um, I don't want it to be my kids' goals to have a job. Mm-hmm. I want it to be their goals to do something that they love doing. Correct. And I would hope that they establish a career doing that, or if it is business, that they own a business. That will be my goal. It's not going to be my goal for my kids to end up working for someone. Right. Um, I, may, I, may it happen that way? Absolutely. It I may don't care happen about that. that way. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, I work for somebody. I understand that. But at the same time that you work for somebody, what you do is beneficial and it's also a conduit and it feeds the things that you do where you're not working for somebody. Right. So if you were solely working for somebody and you were satisfied solely working for somebody, Mm -hmm. me as your wife, I would have a problem with that. Okay. Because... It's our job as each other's cheerleaders to want better uh-huh. for our partners. We should always be uplifting and rooting for greater. Right. And I don't think that anyone should ever just settle. So if you were just doing the breakfast club, and when I say just, believe me, clearly it's a great thing. And you affect people, you and your co-host, because you communicate with people every day. You entertain, you inspire, you feed the culture. Right. Um, it's a great thing. But if you don't use that as a conduit or as a way to do greater things, then you'd be remiss. But you know what? That, see, that's the thing. And you get to a certain part in your life, point in your life where your things change. When I first started working, all I wanted to do was make money. I know. I ain't give a fuck about shit. I wanted... As many jobs as I possibly can to make sure I had enough income coming in to make sure I was secure, make sure we were good, make sure we had bread. But hopefully as you've gotten older and matured, you realize that it's not just about making money. Well, it's also about your community. It's also about your culture. It's also about your contribution well, to I, society. And you know that. Well, I and still want to make money. Like, I, like no, money course. is power. And of course, but it's not only about no, no, making no. money. And you know that. No, it's not only about making money, but you because know, I do want to make a lot about, of money. You talk about your community relentlessly. Right. It's it's also about power, but it's not only about making money now. Now I want to get people who didn't learn about investing and that feels like they're left out and left behind. I want to teach those people how to do it because nobody taught me. That's 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 a contribution. My priorities change, you know, but with our kids, I want to make it so that the priorities continue to change. Meaning I want to do it so big that 
all my kids and grandkids, they're all good, but they're also helping people in the community. Right. And that's with, you know, having buildings. And for people that don't know, like we do construction a lot and we do real estate a lot. So we buy buildings, buy houses, we fix it up. We give people a a great place to live. And not only that, we employ so many people, whether it's construction people who do construction or, you know, plumbers or electricians or you name it, handyman, realtors, brokers, everybody. Mm -hmm. We give a job and that's what we do. And I want to continue that legacy with our kids. Right. So sometimes I feel like, Yes, I you know I missed this Father's Day brunch. Mm-hmm. Even I didn't even tell you even this, even this Sunday, right? This Sunday's Father's Day, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I got an offer to do something out in Denver. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to say no. <laughs> I know it is for you. It's very hard, and the reason I say it's so hard is because I've seen so many people Get that were comfortable. great, comfortable, and then when the shit hits the fan, it's like fuck. Yeah, and I never want to be that person that's like. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens? There's a there's a, a ninety nine point eight five percent that I won't see y'all on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. But Daddy got to go get that bread, right? And Daddy got to go make sure that everybody's good. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I was to go back to the letter that you know London wrote me. That letter really hurt because now I'm in a position to be like you know, and I know a lot of dads go through it. And I know a lot of moms go through it. Like, do I work so hard for my family? that I miss out on some of those special occasions, you know? And I mean, my dad didn't necessarily do that, but I think most people, when they get to the age of 22, 23, they realize, damn, he busted his ass for us. But now when they're like six or seven and I hear my daughter be like, dad, I don't ever want you to go back to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, dad, I don't ever want you to go back to Atlanta. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, she was like, he's in Atlanta again. I know. I know. You know, so it it really hurts and it really bothers. So, well, what is your advice? And that's the reason I'm asking this is because I know there's a lot of people out there that have the same concerns and same questions and same situations. Um, It depends on the family dynamic. Uh, There are, and of course it can be uh, vice versa, but I'll just use... Um, our example as um, universal example, there are a lot of men that, you know, have to go out and work and support the family. And um, it can be, they can be a police officer or um, in the medical field, they could work in an emergency room and they might have to work through the night on say a Christmas or Thanksgiving, or, you know, they can be a business person and they're traveling across the country on special days and whatnot. And, there can be some wives or some husbands if it's, you know, the um, the reverse. Um, but again, I'll just say there can be some wives that don't support it. Right. That aren't with it. Right. That will prioritize the time with the family over the security of their job, over their income and their lifestyle, um, over whatever they see. For me... Um, I've always supported your career and I've supported everything that you've needed to do to make sure that your career is on solid ground. I want to make sure that your footing is good and that you're also securing your longevity in your field. So I understand and I'm like, go babe. Um, So 
in our household, it's just been our dynamic. It's been our house culture where when you are away, it is okay. Right. <laughs> and um, Madison and Logan, they were raised that way mm-hmm. and they are okay. It is expected. It is understood. Mm-hmm. Um, it is appreciated. It's not um, something that, of course, we miss you and whatnot, but it's not something that saddens them because they understood they they've always understood and continue to understand that it's for the greater good right so the babies will grow up under the same culture and understand it in the same way yes you know a five-year-old will say oh i just wish that he wasn't in atlanta you know again but you know as she gets seven and eight she will understand even better and uh, to be honest even now she may say that but it's still okay. It's still okay because we've created comfort around the fact that there are times where you are not going to be here. Right. There are weekends, even if nothing special is going on, where everyone will miss you and you will not be here, but they've learned to be okay with it. But now if th- those are my values, right? those are my values. And for me, that is what I envision as the greater good. But I also understand women who will prioritize just the time being spent and maybe their overall circumstances doesn't enable to make make it as comfortable mm-hmm. for their family and they can't accept it as easily. So it's different strokes for different folks. So I understand those women as well that, you know, their husbands are police officers and, you know, are working on Christmas Eve and, you know, We'll miss Christmas morning with the kids getting up and whatnot. Like, I understand them as well. Right. You know, um, that's just the way that I see it in my life. But, you know, uh, we were talking about, uh, I was going to say allocates, accolades and awards. And you was like, you know, how, how does it feel when you win an award or if you win an award? And I was like, well, it feels good, but that's not my main focus. It doesn't make me as happy as other things. And you're like, what? Last week we got an award. It was it's it's Black Music Month, and they gave the Breakfast Club an award for what we do for the culture, right? Mm-hmm. City Hall did. City Hall did, and thank you to Councilman uh, Andy King from the Bronx. And the award was great, but you know what was even better? What was that? Before the award, and we were downstairs waiting to go upstairs to get the award, and a lady came up to us. I don't know if you remember, and she was like, "I just want to say thank you, guys." And we was like, "Thank you for what?" She was like, "Thank you." To- to me and you. You were there oh, too. Oh, okay. It was both of us. And she was like, I just want to say thank you. And he's like, for what? And she was like, you know, you guys have been posting pictures of your your family for oh, so mm-hmm. long. And I feel like people don't ne- didn't necessarily get to see that before you guys started posting your family mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. And she was like, you guys encouraged the whole generation to start posting their family and being, being proud, proud of, of their family. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she was like, I just want to say thank you. And, and I was like, damn, you know, that's yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was walking away, somebody else stopped me and was like, yo, Envy, I just want to say thank you. And I was like, for what? He was like, I do real estate. And the reason I did real estate was because I follow you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, what you mean? He was like, I see what you do with real estate and what you flip and you and uh, Caesar. And it made me look into it more and it got me motivated and focused to do it. Mm-hmm. Those compliments and those comments make me go even harder. Like yeah. I really enjoy those comments and those things. Yes, absolutely. But I would just say to, you know, to a lot of those dads out there, I really like when I was in San Antonio, it ruined my whole day. Cause I was like, fuck. Yeah. And now I'm not gonna lie. 
most people would be like, you know what? This is, you know, this is sad and uh, I'm going to stop. It pushed me to work harder because my, see, and this is the fucked up shit about me. My mind doesn't think like that. What do you mean? My mind thinks, well, fuck, I got to make a hundred million next year because I need a private jet so I could have went to the brunch and then flew out to fucking San Antonio to do what I had to do. See, now you're doing too much. But that's the way now, that I fucking think. Do that's the way that I think. I'm like, <laughs> that's the way I think. I'm like, I need, I need my much. cake and I need to eat it too. Way too much. Turo is the largest car sharing marketplace in the world, available across the U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Germany with over 10 million users worldwide. Now, Turo has the widest selection of cars available, so you can choose the right car for whatever occasion, often at a lower cost than rental car companies. Whether it's a pickup truck for moving day or a flashy convertible for a weekend getaway, find the perfect car for your next adventure on Turo. Hop on the Turo app or website Find and book the car you want, then meet the host and they'll hand over the keys. That is dope. Download the Toro app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play or visit Toro.com. Get $25 off your first trip when you sign up with the promo code KCCREW25 at checkout. Terms apply. All right. Well, let's get to the email. Okay. (laughs) Let me click it. Oh, man, it's not loading up. Son of a gun. It was just here. Hold on, baby. This was a pretty funny one. Well, not funny, but it was pretty good. It was an email or a DM? Uh, it was an email. It was an email. Uh, all right, let me go to another email then. That sucks. That was a pretty good one. You screenshot it or no, you just add it up? I just had it up. Here it goes. Help, I can't take it in morning. I can't take it anymore. Hey, Gia and Envy. My name is Renita and I'm a really big... Yeah, this is Caesar calling me. Damn, I want to answer this because it could be some news that we're trying to do, but I won't answer. I'll send it to voicemail. Yeah. Renita, and I'm a really big fan of your podcast, and I'm hoping you guys can help me with my problem. I've been with my boyfriend for two years. He treats me great, and we have a lot of fun together, and we talk about getting married and having kids, but there's one problem. What's the problem, baby? He can't have kids? No, the sex is terrible. Oh, damn. The reason the sex is so bad is because he takes forever to come. Sometimes oh. as long as an hour and a half. Nah, B. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> and sometimes in the middle of, of sex, his penis goes soft and it takes him a while to get it back up. And it's like we started oh. all over from the beginning. And when that happens, I want to scream. Yes. Another reason I hate the sex is because we always do it missionary position. There ain't nothing wrong with missionary, which is very boring and <laughs> tedious. He never wants to try new positions. I have not told my boyfriend how I feel about our sex. We do not live together. And lately when I go to his house, I make excuses to avoid sex. I'll say I can't stay long or I'm on my period. I can't imagine marrying him and having to have sex with him for the rest of my life. That would drive me crazy. How can I tell him how I feel and how can I make the sex better? Oh, this is easy. First of all, you want me to go first? Yes, it's just so easy. Your ass needs to get on the treadmill. All right, stop being lazy. (laughs) You're tired. And, and he takes an hour and a half. You know what that is? That's because you, you probably get tired too fast or your leg muscles are not good enough. <laughs> right? Now, I'm... I'm well, a, I have to say, I on. wonder... Wait, wait, I just have to say, I wonder if um, the missionary is her on top or him on top. It must be her on top because right. otherwise she would just be laying there. Right. And I'm going to say that, you know, because Gia, right? When what? We, when, uh, you have to bring me into this. Yeah, I am. Who asked you to bring me into this? No, don't bring me into Sometimes this. Sometimes when we have sex, right? 
I like when gear rides me. Awesome. Right? I well, like. Rashawn, I'm whoa. just telling the people. Then what are we doing? If you have kids in the car, just cover their ears for a second. I like when she rides me. I like when she rides me and, and I see her ass bouncing up Great. and down. That's right? Awesome. I Beautiful. love it. Create a visual enjoy for it. everyone. That's I like fantastic. to hold. Fantastic. But sometimes that hurts Gia's legs. It depends on how long I'm doing it. Exactly. Yes. And this is the lady. This lady might be doing it too long and her legs start hurting. I'm like, but yo, it's like Charlie Horse time, dude. Like we, right. <laughs> like we need to switch it up. Right. But what happens is you do it enough that you, you, you good now. So, so, now, just like, so I can just be a stallion. You can be a stallion, uh-huh. motherfucker. Right, and right. you can do that shit. If it takes 30 minutes, you... Uh, you don't uh, have to do uh, it. They uh, can't see uh, you. You're doing that shit for 30 minutes. So <laughs> that's what you have to do. And also what you have to do, there's something that makes every man nut, of course. And it's something that turns a man on that makes him nut and makes him come fast, right? There is something. Gear knows that for me. A lot of women out there know it for that man. Gear knows if she's tired, and we're having sex. She knows her one, two thing that's going to make me come immediately. Right or wrong? I do. Right. And when it's time for that to happen, do I come immediately? You do. You got to find that that shit. It's and called the key. Whatever. And if, if, if the sex don't work, you get some lotion and you jerk them off. For an hour? If she She's jer- going to get carpal tunnel. If she jerks them off. <laughs> right? I said, well, I do it. <laughs> no. But if she jerks them off, plays with his balls... And plays with his nipples, I bet you he comes fast. <laughs> the trifecta? The trifecta. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you got to find what turns him on. Like, and missionary... Oh, wait, what turned you on? You know what turns me on. I, I know that I know. But you brought me into this, so bring yourself into this. I mean, there's many different things. I, I don't have no problem coming. <laughs> Uh-huh. Once, once that. Oh, all right, you want me to tell you? Once that tight, wet, juicy vagina is okay. No, no, no. I, th- I thought it was something oh, special. All right, see, see. I thought you were gonna say uh, something oh, oh, special, oh, like a trick. Fuck. Now shut the fuck I up. I thought you were gonna say like, shut a, the fuck like, up. like a trick. There's a bunch of trips or something, or like a little button. When you get that wet mouth and you be like, no, come on, see? no, no, see, no, no. That's not what I was asking. You asked me what turns me on. How I come? That's you, motherfucker. You want me to say it? I'll say it. No, it ain't too much. I was talking about like a trick or like something. You know, everybody has the things that you just described. That's now, not special. Now answer the lady. Ooh, this is tough because, oh man, I want to say the right thing. But, oh, she, well, she said she's been with him. She loves him. They've been together for two years. Correct. And he treats her amazing. Correct. So that takes precedent over everything else. But let me just tell you, I understand an hour and a half of right. sex every time that you have sex. Most people like most women are like, "Ooh, yeah, he goes that? in." No, they listen. That was some twenty-one year old shit. Some women, no, it's not about age. When I was twenty-one, I wouldn't have wanted hour and a half long sex. I want sex to last long enough for foreplay, uh-huh. for intercourse that will achieve pre-pleasure. Mm-hmm. Orgasm for me, mm-hmm. pre-pleasure for you, and orgasm for you, and then cuddling afterwards. Right. I don't want all the extra stuff. I don't want to move around the room for an hour. I don't want to have 16 different positions. I don't want to feel as though, you know, we're having sex and it's ineffective because this position is not working for you. That position is not working for you. It's gotcha. ineffective. You feel as though... You're not, I don't want to say capable, but as though the things that you're doing aren't good enough. Right. As you are proceeding, because clearly she is trying to get the job done. Correct. And if you just 
continue and it's not working, I can only imagine, because this hasn't been our experience, but I can only imagine that she may be laying there thinking, is something wrong? Right. Is he not enjoying my body? Is it not tight enough? Is it not wet enough? Am mm-hmm. I not attractive enough? Am I not make, saying the right things? Am I not moaning sexy enough? Am I like, is there something going on? Right. What is missing? Why is it taking him so long to come? Which I'm going to ask you what that could possibly be. So okay. you can tell us from a man's point of view. But regardless of the answer, the end result is that it is taking a long time. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of time to dedicate <laughs> to sex every single time. Right. I mean, we've had hour long sex, but that includes foreplay and kissing and like connecting and like pure pleasure. Like every, mo- it's pleasure. It's not work. Ugh. Right. And th- I think that that just connected for me. That's the difference. Right. When it goes from a pleasurable experience for two people where you're emotionally intertwined and being pleased Mm -hmm. to friggin' work to where you feel like it's a job. And to me, I'm quite sure based on what she wrote that she feels as though it's a job. Right. I don't want to come home from work and then go back to work. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to work. I don't want to work for it. I want it to come naturally. I want to feel as though I'm pleasurable to you. I want to feel pleasure by you. And I want to cuddle and canoodle and kiss at the end and tell each other how much we love each other and drift off to La La Land. Absolutely. And that should be the experience. And I'm sure that that's the reason why she's saying, I can't imagine a lifetime of this. It's so grueling for her that she's making excuses as to why it can't be done. Mm-hmm. I know he's probably thinking like, really? He had your period for the third time this month? <laughs> I know, right? Damn, you, you're a bloody yes. motherfucker. So at the end, what was her question? What should I do? Should what I stay should in I the do? relationship? Yeah, how did do? she phrase it? I'm curious. Uh, she said, uh, how can I tell him how I feel and how can I make the sex better? Sincerely, Renita. Okay. I think that as I say for the end of most of our emails, you need to sit down and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. This is heavily weighing on you. This right. is something that falls into the category of it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. The conversation is going to be had, whether it's about you spending the rest of your life with him or you just not being able to stand another week when it gets to that point. Right. You're going to need to sit down and have that combo. It is inevitable. Better sooner than later, as with most things. So I think you need to find out in his words, why it takes him so long to climax. Right. Is it him? Has it always been that way with all of his partners? Because it could just be physiological for him. That can just be the way that his body works. Right. You know, I think that we all get to orgasm um, using different tools. Right. Um, Some people, it can just be physical. For me, it's absolutely mental. It is what I'm feeling, what I'm imagining, how much love I'm feeling, and obviously physically. But to be honest with you, you could have a three and a half inch penis and I would still orgasm. Right. Like, because I love you that much. Like, I am into it. Like, I am completely engulfed in the experience. So for me, it's not as physical. It's more mental. So you need to figure out what his key is, what it is that triggers him. Like, that moment before... He orgasms. What is it that brought him to that point? Right. And using that information, you may be able to bring it on sooner, but it can't be a you thing. It can't be a him thing. Right. It has to be 
a you guys thing, uh, an us thing. Right. We need to work on that together. He has to know that it displeases you. You wouldn't use the word displeases you, but he would have to know how it affects you. And you would really have to explain to him it's long, it's tedious, it's dissatisfying. Again, choose different adjectives. But it's it's taking a toll on you and it's getting to a point where you don't really want to be a participant. So choose your words kindly and have that conversation with him and get down to the bottom of why it is. But, you know, I I have a girlfriend who is having some problems in her relationship. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, I just think that, you know, I need to sit down. Like you always say, we need to communicate. I need to sit down and talk to him. So I said, well, what's that conversation going to go like? And when she told me how that conversation was going to go, I was like, ill. And she was like, what? I was like, I don't know. But if someone sat me down to talk about something important that was close to my heart. Right. In my relationship with them. And they chose those words. It would do nothing but infuriate me and aggravate the situation. Mm hmm. I said to said friend, you need to choose your words kindly and you need to change your tone. Right. It needs to be a nice conversation that comes from a good place. You don't want to show him that you're agitated or that you're upset. You want to create a conversational environment where he feels good correct or comfortable to talk to you correct and to tell you the truth you need him to speak to you truthfully so that you can get to the bottom of it so that you can both work together together to fix the problem so i would advise the same to her mm-hmm. speak kindly sit back your body language like don't be tense like be loose kick your feet up throw your feet up on the couch have a drink while you're talking not necessarily alcohol could be eliminated but just be relaxed have the conversation because when we talk about sex and our bodies and fantasies and things like that, you're on the nice. Right. You know, people can get offended. No, they will get offended very, very easily. So you have to think about, it has to be a thoughtful process. You have to think about what you're going to say, how you're going to say it and be deliberate in your actions to make sure that you don't offend him. But you need to find those answers and then work on it. You know, you can make it a project. Have more sex with him. Trial and error. Figure it out together because if you love him the way that you do and he's amazing and you've had a fantastic two years, that's a lot harder to find in someone than good sex. There's a lot of good sex out there. There's a lot of sexy people, a lot of guys with big penises, girls with dope bodies and all that stuff. They come a dime a dozen. Right. A person that can make you happy with a great personality that's funny, that will treat you right and put you first. And the things that it seems that you have in your relationship, that's a lot more rare. So that's what I think. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck, I'll tell you what I told she Okay, no, but I asked you a question. What? What question is What do you think it might be? Just from a male's perspective. Um, A guy that takes an hour and a half to have an orgasm every time. I told you, she might not have found what turns him on and what gets him to that point. It could be a host of things. Maybe... Um, maybe they take use... me through the stroking process. It could be maybe that's really honest. I promise you, that's really what I'm thinking. Like the stroking process. It's not, it doesn't have to be the stroking process. It could be. It could be something small. It could be something like maybe they use condoms and he he doesn't have a feeling when they use condoms. Mm-hmm. It could be maybe. Um, she said though that halfway through sometimes he'll get soft and then have to basically reboot. Right. To so begin again. That could be a problem. It could be a problem that maybe it's um, no disrespect, Renita. Maybe she's not tight enough. And really? it's maybe, uh-huh. maybe he, he he doesn't feel the friction. 
Oh. It could be maybe her mouth is not wet enough mm-hmm. and it's too dry. Um, well, she didn't talk about oral sex. I mean, she was just talking about missionary. She just said she can't get the nigga to come. Can't get the dude to come. My wow. bad. Uh, it could be a host of other things. That's why I said having that conversation, like you said, will be best because then they can ask, like, what turns you on? And then, like I said, it's her finding that spot that most men have that will come regardless. Just like I have that spot. <laughs> I haven't found that spot with you. You haven't found the spot with me? Hell no. What do you mean? Sometimes you come fast and sometimes I feel like I'll be there an hour and a half. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> okay enough with the sound effects it's never an hour and a half you need to stop i'm exaggerating but but you you don't feel like you've actually figured me out i figured you out from 20 years ago 20 years ago i didn't know what i was doing i was putting my tongue everywhere put my (laughs) penis everywhere i didn't know what the fuck was going on but But now you feel like you figured me out yes absolutely absolutely when it's time to make you come now or we get to that point i know i can read your body and you could read my body. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they just haven't been able to read each other's body. You know? Yeah, they might. They just may not have that synergy. Right. So it okay. takes time. All right. Well, that's what I think. Oh, Renita, we wish you the best of luck. Oh, that was her. Oh, she gave her real name. Yes. Okay, good luck, Renita. All right. It's time to get up out of here, baby. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, everybody always asks about uh, when we're doing real estate seminars in your town. All you have to do is click the link in my bio if you want to figure out. I know we're coming to New Orleans. We're coming to Chicago. We're coming to L.A. And we're coming to Charlotte. So hopefully we get to see you guys. And also, all you guys, yes, the car show is coming back. Shout to all you guys that came to the car show. The next car show is September 7th in New Jersey. It's five minutes from the from the New York Bridge. So it's, it's in the New York, New Jersey area. It's my birthday car show. So I hope to see you guys there. Yes. It's we'll going to be, be there with the kids. And Gia's going to be on time this one. Well, it's not. See, that's not right what you just did. What? Why was I not on time for the last car show, Rashawn? We had a family emergency. Yes. What do you mean I'm going to be on time? You just made it seem like I couldn't get my eyeliner straight. I didn't, it's, I didn't say that. Look, see, that's a guilty person. I just said Gia was going to be on time this time. <laughs> no, but I, like, the, no, but you made it seem like it was just like I was flippantly late. I didn't say that. You I just said Gia emergency. will be on time this time. That's all I said. What? I was in the hospital. I didn't say you weren't. I didn't say, see, you're be, you, you being guilty. I just said she will be one time. No, but I, but it, it's you what act you, like I no, just got to put my eyeliner the, on. It's the implication. You act like I put my lipstick on. I it was the implication that. behind. Well, it's no implication yes, it is. Well, Gia's going to be on time this time. I just said my baby will be on time. Yeah, it was time. not my baby. Don't try to make it nice now. That's time to get a bad Wait, wait. I want to talk one more thing because you pissed me off earlier. The next time you yes me, you're going to catch a black eye. We'll talk about that next podcast. I don't want to talk about that next podcast. I'm going to forget my next podcast. No, we won't. I'm going to forget my next podcast. The next time that you yes me, ladies, and I'm sure some of you men out there, how many times have you been in a conversation with your person and as you're talking, you're asking questions and whatnot and they're like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, word, no, absolutely, yep. Oh, in your case, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 we talk about it right now. Be no, quiet. No, 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 so no, no, this, this, no this is a no, good no, topic no. for next no, time. it's not a good and topic go for next time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, 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 yes. We'll talk about it next time. This is a great topic for next time. Is this a great topic? I think so. Next time you might not be able to do the podcast because you might be <laughs> incapacitated. No, no. Because if we, you do it between now and the next podcast, we're definitely going to fight. We'll it. talk about it the next podcast. All right. Because see, you be you because you, no, no, you, 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 you be putting tricks in motherfucking shit. <laughs> you be like, remember, remember we went to that restaurant for Route Ten and it's that the other. I'm like, yeah. What restaurant was it then? Exactly. Huh? What, re- lying. what restaurant was it? You lying. remember? What restaurant? Why you always lying. You be putting tricks out there. Mm, 
Oh, oh my god. Oh, babe, I was watching the show and instead of ever, yeah, a word, yeah, word. And then you'd be like, What I, show was it? I didn't even finish my statement. So what was I gonna say? <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. You be trying to trick me and shit. All right, all right. I'll wait till next time. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. It was nice seeing you, beautiful people. I'm DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. In this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Philo. Get over 50 of your channels like Revolt, BET, Lifetime, TLC, History with Philo. Philo brings you live and on-demand TV plus unlimited recording. That's dope, unlimited recording for only $20 a month with no contract needed. Philo is available on Roku, iOS, Fire TV, Android TV, and Apple TV. To start your free trial, visit philo.tv slash Crew. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash Crew. And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the largest car sharing marketplace in the world where you can book any car you want from a community of trusted hosts. From exotic sports cars to pickup trucks, Turo has the wildest selection of car available anywhere for whatever occasion. So if you guys are coming to my car show, go to Turo and get a dope car to come, right? Download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play or visit Turo.com. Get $25 off your first trip when you sign up with the promo code KCCREW25 at checkout. Terms apply.